Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast made by fans like you, for fans like you. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. I am your host, Joe Kuzma, and I have a very special show for you here today going to break down the first quarter, the first four games of the Pittsburgh Steelers 2016 season. We're going to look at each individual team that the Steelers are playing, see if the opponents actually have anything of substance. If we think that maybe the Steelers are in trouble, try and look at this objectively from both ways. How could the Steelers win? How can the Steelers lose? What players may cause Pittsburgh some fits in these games? And I brought along... Two very special guests. First of all, I don't know what's going on with your bass, Barry White, Isaac Hayes voice there. Uh, this is the editor of Behind the Steel Curtain, Jeff Hartman. Jeff, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Uh, not a problem, man. And, of course, also welcoming back senior editor of Steelers Wire, Neil Kolong. Neil, how's it going? It's going very well. I'm just still can't get over Jeff's voice. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like a DJ now. 
That's great. I mean, I hope the listeners get as good a chuckle out of that, too. Usually I can't hear you, Jeff. Now it sounds like you're going to blow the speakers out or my headphones out. Actually, I got these stereo monitor things here. You don't get to pull back the curtain too much. Yep, you upgrade your technology, man. That's what happens. Like I was calling on a phone last time. Now I'm all plugged in. I mean, this is is high-tech stuff here. I hope you guys are ready for that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that we could be too prepared, but – are you guys ready for football finally? I mean, I know we got to wait an extra day for Monday Night Football, but are you guys uh, are you guys as excited as I am to finally see the Steelers play instead of just talking about all this Absolutely. nonsense off the field? Ugh. Let me tell you, what we're going to do is we are here to break down the first four games of the season, and I hope, uh, thank you guys once again. I know all of us are running around with our heads cut off, very busy with the football season kicking off here. So I appreciate you taking your time, and hopefully we get to do this uh, another three times in addition. We break it down into the four quarters of the season, which actually one of my writers, Brian Roach, is going to think that I stole his idea, but this was my plan all along when we had the first round table. So uh, let's just take a look at the games that are on the schedule and we're kicking off in the nation's capital in Washington DC against the Redskins. Uh, I'll reserve my opinion to last on this game because I'm going to dedicate a whole show to it as I will the other ones, but we're kind of looking into the crystal ball early here and just trying to make some predictions why the Steelers might win, why they might lose, who's going to have success, who's going to have failure, what players are going to cause us problems. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. You get to take this one head on first. I think with the Redskins game, you know, I've been on a lot of radio affiliates uh, with from the Washington side of, and I think a lot of Steeler fans think this is going to be a cakewalk. I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. I, I actually think this is going to be a close football game. Um, I, I don't know that there's something about this game that kind of scares me a little bit as a Steeler fan and someone that covers the team uh, going into a hostile environment. Uh, yeah, I know what it was like in 2008 when the last time they were in the nation's capital. But uh, this is a team, the Redskins, that is on the is the, the arrows pointing up, as Mike Tomlin would say, and they have some weapons that are really going to pose some problems, especially Jordan Reed for the Steelers. However, I think the Steelers' offense is going to be just too good, and I think they're better, that much better than the Redskins' defense, and that's with Josh Norman. And so I'm going to take the Steelers to to get away with a win on the road in prime time in week one. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I'm that confident. I, I look at a Steelers team that frankly has not played well in a season opening game, maybe since 2009. I, I, I'm going back to 2009 trying to remember what the season opener was, but I remember with uh, Dennis Dixon under center in 2010, they, they escaped with the win against Atlanta 2011. They got blown out by the Ravens. 2012 was, um, the the loss at Denver in prime time, get used to that statement. You're going to hear that a lot from me tonight. Uh, 2013, you had the the debacle against Tennessee, which Marquise Pouncey went down. Larry foot went down Uh, 2014. Yes. You have a win against a a pretty bad Browns team. One in which you needed a field goal in the last play of the game to win after blowing a a 24 or 27 point lead. I forget what it was. Um, And last year at new England as well, they, they look probably as bad as they had in any of those other games. This team has not played well in week one in a very long time. And I understand uh, what it was like back in 2008 when the Steelers destroyed the Redskins in Washington. Uh, It's been quite a while since then. And this is slightly different of a team than that year was. So, you know, in in all honesty, I don't think it's a a sin to lose to a defending uh, division champion 
on the road in week one. But it, to be honest, I, I don't really have any reason to think that Pittsburgh is going to come out and play well in week one. They, they just don't do it. So why is that going to change now? You know, I agree with you, Neil. Uh, week one uh, road game, and there's always seems to be road games are the problem. But here's the one. You did mention division winner, but in a very poor division, maybe in contention to be one of the worst divisions in the NFL. And I think it's one of those reasons why people look past a game like this and maybe think it's a win. It's usually those games that – caused Pittsburgh the biggest the biggest problems. I mean, you look at it, they're playing the Tennessee Titans over, over the last several years. Uh, they've had fits with them. The Oakland Raiders, uh, the New York Jets with Michael Vick when they went there. Even when they went down to Jacksonville, if it wasn't for a Bryce McCain. I think it was Bryce McCain pick six. They probably don't win that game either. And those, are, those aren't the first game of the year, the, like you had pointed out. So not only are you going on the road to start, but you're you're playing a primetime game. You're playing a Monday night, and I always felt that 0 and 4 season. Part of the problem was the just erratic schedule of you have a primetime game here, primetime game uh, there. You're in the spotlight. You're going to London. It was just they were all over the place. They didn't have any normalcy to that schedule. So I could see the this Redskins game uh, being. I was listening to I think one of the fantasy radio programs just earlier and they were talking about it just maybe being a shootout and I, I tend to agree there they might just be slinging the ball all over the field however my take on it is is can can the Redskins keep up with the Steelers uh, score wise and scoring with offense I don't think so necessarily uh, if I had to pick one player that's going to give them a fit in this game, it's, it is going to be Kirk Cousins. Even if he throws some picks, I just think he's going to be hard to get to. He's very mobile with his legs and whatnot. Uh, I, I don't know that really Deshaun Jackson's fast or whatever. You could say whatever you want about our corners or secondary. Uh, I'm not so much concerned about that as we may have trouble registering a sack or two on Kirk Cousins throughout the day. We saw it w- with Alex Smith, who we're going to be talking about again here late, uh, in a little bit. Uh, we saw that like a year ago. They just can't get it can't can't get to some of these guys. So I'm hoping the pass rush is going to be a little bit better, and I hope they do prove me wrong. Uh, do you guys see any problem players? Uh, I think Jeff, you mentioned Jordan Reed. I think he would be another one. Yeah, he the Steelers have never covered the tight end well. They never covered the the pass down the seam. I mean, go back and watch the first half of the preseason week three game and i know it's the preseason take it with the grain of salt all that stuff uh but at the same time drew Brees had uh, several nice passes down the seam to receivers a couple were called back one was called back by a hold on jarvis jones uh they still struggle in that area of the football field and, and jordan reed's one of the best in the business he's an up-and-coming player uh but lastly before i you know i end up my spiel here on this this game i guess if you're going to handpick a loss on the schedule Losing week one to an NFC opponent would probably be one of them based on the fact that in terms of that nature, um, it's not going to impact you as much as, let's say, an AFC loss. So like when Neil was saying, if they do lose this game, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world, although some fans might think it is. But um, we'll see how it pans out. Yeah, and as far as the tight ends go, too, they also have Niles Paul and they picked up Vernon Davis as well. So even if it's not... Jordan Reed out there. They have plenty of other capable bodies. Neil, anyone that you feel will give the Steelers a, a headache here, an X-Factor player for the Redskins? 
one guy to look at just because it's interesting. We we have a, a Redskins reporter, his name's Lake Lewis, handling our Redskins wire site. Uh, he's in their training camp, and he talks often about how much uh, it, Redskins coach Jay Gruden gushes about Chris Thompson, uh, the, the work that he's put in just in a very short stint with the league. Uh, they, they really expect a lot out of him. And I think looking at uh, their team top to bottom, I, I think they're going to look to really run the ball in this game and see uh, what the rookie injured no, uh, nose tackle Javon Hargrave is going to be made of, uh, what Dan McCullers is going to be made of. They're really going to challenge this front seven uh, weakened at the outside linebacker position as well uh, right away to see if they're going to be able to hold up um, very much like they did last year. And as Jeff pointed out, um, you know, seam running tight ends give the Steelers something of a problem, especially if you're doing that off of play action, if you're doing it off of bootlegging, uh, stuff that Cousins is capable of doing, you can put together a pretty effective game plan against the Steelers' defense um, that, it, you know, to, to continue beating the dead horse does not play well in week one and hasn't for several years now. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Thompson uh, put together himself a pretty nice game. But in the end, too, it's probably it, it comes down to Cousins in a lot of ways. Um, I, I get that the NFC East wasn't exactly you know loaded last season, but there weren't a whole lot of quarterbacks in football that played really better than Cousins did on a game-to-game basis over the second half of the year. You have to at least give him that, uh, the level of improvement that he showed. If he can carry that into this year, which is a big contract year for him, um, you know he, he's going to be pretty tough to hold back. And Deshaun Jackson being one of the fastest guys in the NFL is always a threat. So uh, I, I, the Steelers have their hands full. I, I don't think for a second this is anything even close to as easy a game as, as – uh, Steelers fans are often going to want to think that it is uh, mostly because they, they talk down to every team that they play as if the Steelers finish 13 and three every year. Um, this isn't a powerhouse team. I, I don't think they're above beating anybody in the NFL right now. Um, it's not a bad team, but you can't say the Washington Redskins are a bad team now either. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'm happy to admit it. And we'll, we'll find out on Monday. Yeah. It's kind of, I think you said it right when it comes to, maybe talking down an opponent. Um, I, I, maybe it's just because it's an NFC team and, and people aren't maybe as familiar uh, with the Redskins. But Kirk Cousins, uh, over the last 11 games, I think his touchdown-to-interception ratio, if I have this correct, is 24-3. to So we're not sure which Kirk Cousins we're going to get because he was a turnover machine prior to that. And uh, also going on your note there too, Jeff, uh, if they do end up losing a game to an NFC team, it's a little more forgivable as far as their pecking order, as far as post uh, jockeying for postseason position in the AFC. However, I think it will be a little disappointing, a little deflating, and then they got to turn around this. Uh, they, they lose an, an extra day to prepare to come home for their home opener in week two against the Cincinnati Bengals. However, I don't think they'll have any trouble getting mentally psyched up for this game. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. 
bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. No Vontez perfect. I do believe that was intentional. I do believe all of us have talked about that in one capacity or another. But man, I, you got to think there's gonna this is gonna be hostile territory. I feel bad for the officiating crew that gets assigned to this already because they will have their hands full. I, I just I just hope that my biggest hope I think coming out of Heinz Field for week two is not only a W because you don't want to concede a loss to the Cincinnati Bengals right in the opening quarter of this season, but you also want to make sure you get all of your guys out of the building healthy and 100%. And once again, too, if they do come with a W, I think the Bengals are going to have their hands full in week one against the Jets. You may have an opportunity to send them to 0-2 to start the season, which I would like to see. Neil, I'm going to let you jump in here ahead of Jeff. What do you think? Uh, I, I think Cincinnati still has one of the most balanced rosters in the league. I think they have um, excellent playmaking on the offensive side of the ball, and that, that's largely held by A.J. Green. Uh, fortunately for the Steelers, they won't see Tyler Eifert in that game. Uh, he's he's an absolute monster. You, you talk about Jordan Reed. I don't think Jordan Reed's half the tight end that, that – uh, Eifert's going to be if he can get on the field healthy for 16 games. But that said, you still have A.J. Green, one of the best playmakers in the NFL. He makes that offense really go. Um, Andy Dalton showed a a considerable amount of poise and, uh, uh, dare I say it, precision, uh, which he never really did in his career last year. It was bizarre uh, at times how well he was playing. Uh, He's doing it behind a good offensive line with a a good stable of running backs. their biggest issue was going to be the loss of Hugh Jackson, um, an excellent offensive coordinator. The continuity that that team had over the last couple of years, I think is the biggest reason why they had the success that they had. But they're still going to be a very competitive team, and that's going to be a great game. It's a great week two game. You hope that both teams uh, don't really suffer any injuries. I don't think the season's going to be over for either team, even if they do start 0-2. But that's going to be a great football game. Yeah, once again, too, the Bengals kind of taking the Steelers pattern of promoting from within. We saw that happen with uh, when Mike Zimmer left, and I think it's Paul Gunther is now the defensive coordinator took over from him. I believe he was a linebacker's coach similar to Keith Butler. And then also very similar to how Bruce Arians was promoted to offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. I, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but I believe their quarterback's coach is the one that was promoted when Hugh Jackson left. And I got to wonder because the continuity was definitely a problem with the Ravens. They had went through like four offensive coordinators in four years, and I think it eventually caught up to them however their team nowhere near as nowhere near as deep as what the Bengals are like right now Jeff how do you see this game shaking out um and you know you look back in 2015 the three times that they played the Bengals uh Ben Roethlisberger was never really healthy in any of those matchups um I guess the closest the thing that he was to healthy was probably in the playoff game prior to order injury and I've always wanted to see what he can do with an arsenal, his full arsenal with him being fully healthy. If you remember when he came back from his knee injury, he just did what he didn't look right. Uh, a lot of high throws. He wasn't really following through on that front plant leg. And so uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I hope that everyone is healthy. I will say this. I think a lot of fans are, and 
not just Pittsburgh and Cincinnati fans. I think it, and across the NFL landscape, folks are talking about this game, and we all know how the the games went last year. I don't think it's going to be an issue, personally. Um, I think both coaches are going to, especially the NFL, I guarantee the NFL chimes in somewhere and says, look, we're not going to have another ridiculous uh, you know, display of poor sportsmanship again i think it's it's going to be a clean game i don't think it's you're going to see the fireworks that most are expecting unless you're talking about being plays being made but like like neil said the cincinnati Bengals they don't get a lot of credit maybe it's just because they're from cincinnati and maybe it's because the players they have um they have a really good roster and they have a roster that matches up really well against pittsburgh it's built that way for a reason uh it's going to be a tough game even at heinz field and uh, like you said, it's, it's going to be a great opportunity for Pittsburgh, but a, a tough win as, as they all are in the division. Yeah, it may be a little awkward, too, uh, for Tyler Boyd to be coming to Heinz Field as an away player as opposed to playing at home, the hometown pit guy, now a wide, rookie wide receiver with the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Bengals, hopefully hopefully we're looking for a win there because uh, it would be we were already saying doom and gloom with the Washington Redskins. If you happen to lose there and lose at home and start 0-2, that would not be very good. And all of a sudden now we are probably depressing everyone listening to the podcast today. <laughs> so, um, But never fear. The Steelers are going to the Battle of Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love, where none of the fans love anything that's going on. I'm not sure what they think about getting rid of Sam Bradford and shipping him over to the Vikings, but it looks like we may actually be seeing rookie Carson Wentz under center when the Steelers visit the Philadelphia Eagles in week three. Jeff, me and Neil and and you, we all talked about this off the air. I don't think we felt that there was anyone that struck any fear in the hearts in our hearts when it came to this game there's no one that jumps off the page for the Philadelphia Eagles is there no not necessarily and you know if by chance and I don't think this is going to happen personally if the Steelers do come out of the gate 0 and 2 uh, the Philadelphia Eagles even on the road in Philly could be the perfect elixir for that uh, they they just don't possess playmakers it's plain and simple i mean we were talking like you said off the air and you're thinking of fletcher cox okay who else i i seriously am trying to think darren's who they have on their roster darren's bowls <laughs> that was the next one yeah that that was i mean let's be honest it, they, they just don't have the the lineup that you would think but everyone's gonna say it the numbers don't lie. Uh, football Outsiders posted them earlier. I saw um, that the Steelers struggle against teams that are just not that good on the road. Now, they're not going to have the record of below 500, you know, the, the typical Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, the New York Jets, and Michael Vick that you mentioned um, earlier in the show. But at the same time, I, I just look at this game and think that if they are 0-2, which I don't think they will be, this could be a game where they could finally get, get, off, get off the schneid, so to speak, and finally get a win and, you know, come back to Heinz Field getting ready to play the Chiefs. Yeah, I man, I really don't know what to say about the Eagles. We really don't know what to expect there. You have a first-year head coach in Doug Peterson who is an understudy of Andy Reid who they sent out of town for a guy named Chip Kelly to just destroy and gut all of the talent that was basically on this team. Uh, they're trying to repair an offensive line. They have a running back that has an injury history. You're probably going to have a rookie under center or a journeyman 
quarterback in Chase Daniel, not Daniels. I think it, who was it? Was it Ed Bouchette or somebody said that was their pet peeve on Twitter just uh, within the last week. They didn't like that somebody called him Chase Daniels, kind of like Charlie Daniels. So I don't know. I, there's no one that jumps off the page here for for me as well. And Neil, I know you said um, Fletcher Cox. Is there is there anyone else? Because this, unless the Steelers play down to their competition, which we know happens sometimes with the aforementioned games, it's really tough for me to see anybody giving them any type of trouble here, and barring barring any type of injuries or setbacks to the Steelers. But the pride of North Dakota, second <laughs> overall pick quarterback Carson uh-huh. Wentz. The five-time FCS national champion, North Dakota State Bison. Uh, Wentz, mm. Wentz was not supposed to play this year. They, they said that repeatedly. He barely played in the preseason. Um, I look back at this. You, you do not find a whole lot of rookie quarterbacks that only play in one preseason game and start in week one. Um, it, that, that hasn't happened uh, throughout, NFL, throughout the NFL. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I, I know that I have my loyalties and I have my biases. Um, I agreed with Philadelphia when they said he wasn't going to play this year. Uh, then they they uh, they got the proverbial offer they couldn't refuse. And at that point, uh, you're ushering in the next era. You may as well get Wentz on the field. I get that. But I, I think Pittsburgh is going to be a, a big benefactor of that in week two. That, that's definitely a, a, a good time to get to a quarterback who wasn't supposed to play that gets thrust into the lineup and only has one game under his uh, – under his belt. I mean, I, I, I lost track of the stat now, but the Steelers going back over um, 12, 15, 13 years, something like that, spanning the Dick LeBeau era, they basically didn't lose to quarterbacks. They played the first time, uh, especially not at home. So, uh, you know, I, I, I hope Carson does well. I hope Carson gets out of the game. Okay. I hope he has a great rookie season, but it, I don't think it's going to happen in week two. Yeah, and one of those guys that nearly beat them is now the going to be presumed the clipboard holder when he was playing for Tennessee. Zach Mettenberger got kind of thrown into the fire there uh, when they were playing Tennessee a few years ago. So, yeah, and they still won that game, and that was another one of those examples of playing down your competition. But you heard Jeff in the background kind of go, oh, here we go, and we heard the pride of North Dakota. Now, I didn't know this about Neil, and Neil I don't think knew about this with me either, but we happen to be uh, alumni of two rival FCS schools, that's the old one double A. Myself being a Youngstown State Penguin, having graduated from Youngstown State and having uh, been a part of all of the success there in the 90s as they ran roughshod across that whole division. And then, of course, Neil is from... North Dakota State, the Bison, where Carson Wentz is from as well. So if you see his uh, little cheerleading or heard his little cheerleading routine there, that is why it's not out of place. He's not an Eagles fan. He is just simply uh, really, really high. I mean, that's the highest uh, the highest picked FCS player of all time, right, in the draft. There wasn't anybody that's gone any higher. And definitely as far as a quarterback, it's almost unprecedented. The only one I could think of uh, off the top of my head Steve McNair. Uh, many years ago from Elkhorn State. so And Steve McNair did not play his first season as well. So that was probably part of the plan was to sit Carson Wentz. And by the time you get to week three, he will only have two games under his belt. So uh, unfortunately, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. You know, he's a small school guy too. So if he's not having the success right away, I wonder if he's going to get some of the criticism of having not played in like, even though I don't feel the SEC has been up to the hype that everyone says, but in one of those power conferences, as they call them, I think the Philadelphia Boo Birds are going to be out and out soon, and that will benefit the Pittsburgh Steelers. Heading back home for week four against the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night football and the return of Le'Veon Bell. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Guys, uh, let's start Jeff and then Neil. What do you think? Le'Veon Bell gets cheered or booed in his return to Heinz Field. I think they introduce the defense uh, myself, especially if they come off a really good road game there in Philadelphia. Yeah, the Steelers as an organization typically are smart about how they handle – players coming back. I remember Roethlisberger coming back off suspension. They did something similar. Um, I wouldn't be stunned if, if Le'Veon Bell does not get introduced unless they're carrying, you know, carry by number 26 Le'Veon Bell for a touchdown, in which case they're not going to do him. I mean, people will say what they want and yeah, you don't want to see a guy get suspended, especially of his caliber, but at the same time, he is the most dynamic running back in the national football league. And so just like every fan everywhere, Steeler fans want their team to win and they want their best players on the field and he'll be on the field and they're going to cheer him. I don't think that's, there's any doubt about that. The answer is obvious. And it comes after asking two questions. One, what's the Steelers record and two, how well is D'Angelo Williams done? If D'Angelo Williams rushed for 300 yards in three games with five touchdowns and the Steelers are, are three and oh, they're not going to go out of their way to cheer for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, everyone in Pittsburgh is replaceable if you get yourself suspended and your backup who's also very well liked uh does really well that said they're zero and three um they're booing mike tomlin regardless of who comes out of the tunnel offense or defense so uh in my mind you need Le'Veon bell to win uh you know even in the 13 games that they're going to have him they need him in there as often as they can get him in there and he needs to get 25 28 touches a game um i i think he'll get that um Fans will be with him to a certain point, and really, if, if he if he does well, they'll continue to, to cheer for him. Um, if he doesn't, they'll yell at him about his contract, and uh, you know we'll we'll take that into next season. But I, I think he'll get something of an applause. But you know, it, it really is going to depend on how well the Steelers are doing at that point. Now, Joe, let, let me ask Neil and you guys a question real quick, and, and it's simple. Let's go with Neil's scenario of. D'Angelo Williams has 300 yards, five touchdowns after the first three weeks. I would put money down that Le'Veon Bell is the starting running back in week four. Agree or disagree? 
I agree. I absolutely agree. There's no okay. way you take uh, Le'Veon Bell off the field. You just don't. Well, um, and that's that's Tomlin's boy too. Period. He's the one that vouched for him. He drafted him in the second round. You know, that's his boy. He's not going. D'Angelo Williams could light up the scoreboard in the first three weeks, in my opinion. And Le'Veon Bell will still be the workhorse in week four. And I think you know what too. If you're if you're really running the wheels off of D'Angelo that early, he needs he needs a breather too. Uh, I don't think you want to run him into the ground and get him injured. He is uh, north of 30 now. He has a birthday almost every other day, as we see on Twitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think you need to get Lev Bell on the field. There's no reason not to get him on the field unless, who knows. Uh, you got to remember, too, a lot of people are making a lot of assumptions. We don't really know what happened, and nobody is – supposedly permitted to talk about what happened and even what came out really wasn't supposed to come out either. All we know is is that he was tested before, he was he's been tested after and continues to be tested and we don't know that he's ever actually failed a drug test. And but everyone make, wants to make the assumption that he's a pothead and of course he came out on his Instagram or something and said I didn't smoke weed since December and it's like well you know what that's uh, not too long ago uh, <laughs> you know what I mean so those type of things don't help but at the same time I don't think he's on the level of like Laramie Tunsil type uh, foolishness so I think it's going to be interesting to see Bell back and I think that's going to be a, a much needed weapon I have Kansas City Chiefs as a contender this year. Maybe not a Super Bowl contender, but definitely in the postseason mix when we're talking about teams because we still don't know how the Denver Broncos are really going to shake out with their quarterback situation. And the rest of that division as well is still trying to find their way with the Oakland Raiders and San Diego Chargers. So this team uh, may very well be confident. And it seems as though there may be – Jamal Charles might not be ready either. And they may sit him and may ease him along. So they may have fresh legs there too to run at the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. Um, man, there there really are quite a few names on this, uh, on this opponent's roster – that could give the Steelers fits. Alex Smith's one that doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot. Uh, they they finally have started throwing some uh, passing touchdowns. They had all trouble with that the previous year. Neil, uh, you have any guys from the Chiefs that might jump out at the page other than Andy Reid, who if he wears that red jacket looks like the Kool-Aid man on the sideline? Yeah. Outside of the, the parody fake Andy Reid guy, which is always a – Always a crowd pleaser. Everyone always loves that one. Um, Don Terry Poe is a guy I always think of anytime I think of the Kansas City Chiefs playing nowadays. Uh, he does a lot for them up front. Very athletic. Um, great stamina. They, they, they barely ever take the guy off the field. And I think a huge part of their defensive success uh, over the last couple of years, and they're, they're an excellent defensive team, uh, it starts with him in the middle. Um, he gives anybody fits. It doesn't matter who it is, but this is definitely going to be one of uh, – one of Morky's Pouncey's toughest games, um, assuming Pouncey's in there by that point. Uh, Poe is he's an animal. He's a, a, an excellent athlete. He's a high motor guy, and uh, he's going to cause fits. Anytime that you can't win the line of scrimmage in the middle of it, it it's going to expand outward, and that's going to kill your whole offense. So uh, to me, I, I think he's really the key to that game. Yeah, I, I 
Poe is a guy that uh, many people weren't exactly high on, and if I recall, he didn't have necessarily the strongest rookie year, but he really has turned around and been a strong force in the middle of that defense. Got to see how um, I'm trying to think at this point. I think Justin Houston was banged up. I mean, he's another guy that could be there. Uh, by the time. And then, of course, uh, the corners. I mean, they drafted Marcus Peters last year. There was a lot of question marks with that. That was a guy that a lot of people had pegged coming to the Steelers. Chiefs took a chance on him, and he produced like no other. They have Eric Berry in the secondary, so they may match up very well. This is going to be a very contested game. Last year's Kansas City Chiefs game, of course. No Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I also wanted to say, I'm trying to think here. Uh, yeah, D'Angelo Williams, I think, dropped a pass like right out the gate that he could have walked in for a touchdown. The team mightily struggled to defend the run against guys like Charchandrick West, who made him look like a superstar. Uh, so there's a lot of question marks. These won't be the same two squads if they're at full strength facing each other this year. So, uh, guys, any other thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night game that you want to throw out there? Jeff, uh, Neil, either one of you? Well, if there's if there's a game that you want Le'Veon Bell back for, it's this one. Uh, he's going to be that that X factor out of the backfield as a receiving uh, threat, running the football. He just brings a different level of play to the football team that D'Angelo Williams just isn't capable of. That's not a knock on D'Angelo Williams. That's more about what Le'Veon Bell can do on the other side. Uh, and when his suspension was reduced from four games to three, it's the first thing I said was, He's going to be there against Kansas City, and that's going to be really important for the Steelers' offense. Absolutely. An AFC conference matchup, those games, they have to be on the winning side of the column there. Uh, Very little margin for error. Uh, I do have a bonus question or two for you guys. I was talking before about nicknames with the Steelers. Uh, do you have a favorite nickname of the Steelers players? Mike Tomlin loves to issue these names to all these different guys. Uh, is there any one that you like particularly more than the rest? For me, Juice just doesn't fit. Le'Veon Bell, I'm sorry. There's only one Juice, and that was O.J. Simpson. And, of course, there's a fall from grace there, too. So I don't like the word association <laughs> of O.J. Simpson with Le'Veon Bell calling him Juice. But, uh, yeah, Neil, I... <laughs> <laughs> you got one, I think, in your head, huh? No, I just I, – I thought Juice was just as manufactured and forced as it gets, and nobody calls anybody by a nickname that they request of people, except for maybe Nuke Lelouch in, in Bull Durham, but I think that was more <laughs> making fun of him as opposed to giving him what he wanted. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, it's a good question. Um, I, none are really coming out off the top of my head. Um I've got Anyone one. Anyone that you would really know of. I'll I'll let Jeff go then. <laughs> I've got I love Jay Wobble. That's yes. the nickname that the defensive line gave uh, Javon Hargrave, Jay Wobble. I don't know if that's after the Weeble Wobbles or what, but uh I think that's hysterical. And it's even better that Jim Wexel, who's in the locker room obviously, said that he hates that name. <laughs> that Javon Hargrave cannot stand it. He said if you see him at Sheets, don't call him Jay Wobble. Uh that makes like it that. even better. <laughs> Nobody wants to be called Jay Wobble, you know. <laughs> but that makes it better that he hates it and they still do it. It's like it's like a little fraternity of guys. I love it. Guys, really we are kind of trolls, you know. You got the same thing going on with <laughs> D'Angelo Williams. We mentioned that before. They they celebrate his birthday every day in training camp. <laughs> That's about as troll a move as you can get. There, there's two. I, lo- I love that. 
There's two great things to follow on Twitter. Uh, with but you mentioned D'Angelo Williams. If you don't, if the listeners don't follow D'Angelo, there's always something new going on. And he had tweeted the other day. I'm not sure if you two saw this, but he had um, he mentions um, um, Jordan Berry or no Chris Boswell. And he says, "I know you have to be behind this somehow." And he had a bunch of like the angry emojis in it. And he had retweeted someone that took like a snap from like DraftKings or FanDuel or Yahoo Fantasy, and it said D'Angelo Williams. Pit running back and it had a picture of like a white guy in there. He almost looked as white as like JJ Watt. <laughs> so, that picture was that that was that was Chris Boswell. Oh, it was, <laughs> Chris, was Boswell. Chris Boswell's picture. Yeah, that oh. was Boswell's picture. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Uh because he was clean he was clean shaved because I saw a picture of yeah. them with the with the Duncan D's donuts or, or or Duncan D's nuts shirts for the birthday thing that they had in the, the the other day too. And then Cam Hayward constantly, you are right, because he keeps trying to get J wobble going and I and I tried to I'm trying to uh, facilitate this as well so if we could get uh, uh, behind the steel curtain and Steelers wire on Twitter we're going to do a hashtag J wobble I think maybe for this podcast and see if we could uh, they're going to hate us probably Javon's not going to be happy about it because anytime <laughs> Cam Hayward tries to say something you see the same angry emojis and stop it and everything like that you can tell it's really getting under his skin he put the nameplate above his locker room that said J wobble so uh, the other bonus question was, what do we yell now that we don't, we can't say Heath? Like, um, I was thinking James or something like that. Like, what are we going to do? Uh, it's going to be like pretty, are people just going to still yell Heath because it's, uh, no. yeah, it's, a, it's a like, tight end. A white it's tight this end. simple. <laughs> a, a larger white guy catches the ball. They're yelling Heath. <laughs> there's no reason to stop that now. They haven't done it. You know, Matt Spade suffered his entire career hearing it. Why should Jesse James be any different? Let, let's uh, let's let him go through it for a year or two. Let him know. You know, the, the expectation yeah. is regardless of, of who he is and how not Heath Miller he is, he has to be Heath Miller. So people are just reminding him. That's all. I, I think – Sorry, Jeff. I, I want to say it was I was at Heinz Field. Maybe it was when Jesse James started that one game against the Raiders, uh, or it may have been before that. But we actually were yelling, "Not Heath!" <laughs> so that's pretty interesting too. Sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Would there be a greater honor of Heath Miller for them to just stop though, like to not say Heath because he's not on the team anymore to just retire that, and then I don't know. People don't yell anything when. Maybe scores a touchdown or makes a catch. They just cheer. You know, I just think that would be pretty cool too, but I know that's not going to happen. There's too many drunk, ignorant fans out there that'll just keep yelling it. So <laughs> it's just like the way we retired. You got to keep that. It's just like the, the wooers, the wooers at the, the Penguins and the Pirates games that woo constantly. It's so freaking annoying. Oh my gosh. Someone shoot them, please. Not literally. Booing not when Antonio Brown catches the ball now, are they? Imagine that. 12 times a game, people just blow up at that. We could get the wooing going too, but hey, guys, uh, I'm going to let you each have a shout out here to close out the show. Jeff, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, go ahead and tell all the listeners. Uh, you, you get 30 seconds, I guess. It's almost like around the horn. Uh, you get you you've got the okay. points. All right. All right, guys, uh, I, I guess other than plugging my own website, I would say that if Steelers fans got to go into week one with a little bit of, of grain of salt, sense of normalcy, realism here, and think that this is going to be a tough football game for them in week one. Um, hopefully the offense shows up sharp like they did in week three, their only experience that we've seen of them in, in the preseason. But uh, I think that this first quarter, since that's what we're talking about, I can see the Steelers leaving this quarter 
three and one. Uh, that's my prediction. If I'm giving a first quarter prediction. We're looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. The talk is about offense. The talk is about suspensions, and rightly so. The one thing I would say leading into this year, though, if Ryan Shazier stays healthy, you're talking about an all-pro player. You're talking about one of the best young defensive players in football, and we've seen that in the times that he has been healthy. Can he stay healthy? It is probably asked more than can Le'Veon not go suspended in an offseason. But as far as Shazier goes, you're looking at an elite-level athlete and what could be an elite-level talent in a resurging Steelers defense this season. Man, I can't disagree with that at all. But we're up against it. Once again, thank you, gentlemen, for taking time out of your schedule. Jeff Hartman from Behind the Steel Curtain, Neil Kulong from Steelers Wire, and then, of course, yours truly right here, Joe Kuzma, the host of the Steel City Underground podcast. Until next time, I'm going to sign off here, folks. Be safe, be good, and I will catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano or when you want a big two-toned cookie or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.